Hi. <laughs> Hi. The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. <laughs> What's Hi. happening? Did you punch the Jay. screen? Jay's rusty. <laughs> the following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. <laughs> Fantastic Forum! Assemble! <laughs> You're watching Fantastic Forum. This is, in fact, the premier show for comic books. Uh, and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning. Afternoon. The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum Assemble? <laughs> you are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show for comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be. Whoa, <laughs> really? 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 Depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. Well, we're we're going to try to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese figure cuffs. You don't know this son of a bitch, but you love this son of a bitch anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hello. <laughs> Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. All right, I'm in a cheap hotel with a bottle of whiskey, so this could get interesting. Indeed, indeed. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh-invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I missed you guys. <laughs> we missed you too, Bozess. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about Harley Quinn season three. Uh, so the HBO Max series just, well, not just, but concluded uh, its final or its third season. We're going to talk about it. Uh, also, we're going to talk about Dead Man Tells a Spooky Tale. Uh, and so we are going to be talking about that ho horror-themed offering from Dead Man as well. And, of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how it is you can get down with that in just a moment. Uh, like, well, I guess like, we will take your comments directly out of the chat and bring them to the show like this. <laughs> Hect is here. What's what's HBO Max? I thought that was a write-off. Yeah, indeed. We'll talk more about it. Anyway, before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. <laughs> because without him, this show would not have happened. So thanks, Scott. 
And uh, we'll tell you how it is. You can get down with Fantastic Forum right now. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. So, uh, yeah. Why don't you call us? Uh, you can call us. Go to fantasticforum.live. You can call right into the show. Uh, hit, hit Just hit the call-in button. That happens. You can it, chat Jay with us. <laughs> Jay's what? Jay just powered up. <laughs> yeah, he, he BP boosted. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, you can hit us uh, from chat via Twitch or, or YouTube. Either way, just like you saw Heck earlier mentioned HBO Max and you know we're gonna we're gonna address all that stuff so you know this show's interactive hit us up talk to us we, we want to hear from you too so uh yeah with with all that said gentlemen it's it's, it's good to be here with you all I, I missed you all last week are you gonna do a review of last week's show he didn't uh, look I can't I can't do that in good faith because I did not watch it even though I heard that you you two uh, did a good job despite the technical difficulties. Hey, y'all, no, y'all salvage. No, you, you um, wow, well, Jay, Jay's like, I saw the show, trash. No, we, <laughs> we were this close to two dicks on two dicks because, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't do a good job, Jay? No. There were like, <laughs> It's like Why so hard they don't on? understand. They don't understand how amazing the uh, lower decks comic is. You know, I was mm. very disappointed. Oh well, you should have been here. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be disappointed. Are you surprised? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I mean, you would have loved to have had you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it's not an actual uh, criticism of what we did. It's more a criticism, a review of our review. Of your opinions, yeah. Now I can. Joe's like, your opinions sucked. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I was like, I'm over here struggling. I really really thought we were kind of hitting Jay's area by just randomly rambling on about nonsense for. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's really why he's he's salty. He's like, hey man, stay stay out my lane. Hey, hey we, did one, we did one fifty eight, Jay. We did a tight two because I knew you were listening. Or like, we're gonna talk about about this lower decks comics. Have you seen Strange New Worlds? Oh man. So 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 did you all not like that lower decks comic? You're gonna have to watch. You gonna have, yeah. don't say anything. You're gonna have to watch. It's not I'm as good. Look, spoilers, Larry, it's not as good as the show. And for my, for me, it was more of a comedic timing. Like when I, maybe I read slow, the punchlines don't hit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this. He's like this straight man is terrible. The, <laughs> it's like that's you, Mo. That's you. Our biggest, <laughs> our biggest criticism is when they hit when they try to hit you with a joke, which is already bad. They then take the time to explain the joke to you, right? Which makes it worse. And they don't they tell explain- you who's playing. 
they don't tell you who's explaining. So you think maybe it's supposed to be a voiceover or it's supposed to be the the uh, uh, the AI or whatever of, of the ship. Oh, but, you know, eventually wow. you realize it's, it's technically an asterisk without an asterisk anywhere. By the way, we just yeah. learned we just learned it, that Lawrence hasn't read it. It's no, I, I read it. I read it. Right. And I would, but I I actually thought it was pretty good personally. You like, like the footnotes I, without the footnote notation. I didn't have a problem with that. No, I really Me didn't. Either. But like, I knew right yeah. away what was yeah. going on. Lawrence yeah. likes words. Yeah, well, look, I do like it. words. <laughs> You all know this about me. Like, what are y'all talking about? Honestly, I thought it was a... Oh, go ahead. Since both of you... We're going to waste a little bit of time here. Since both of you read it and weren't here, why don't you give us your takes on it? I'm over here rehashing our review thinking you didn't read it. Like, no, I read it. Yeah, yeah, I read it. I wasn't sure yeah. I yeah, was going to make it. Like, I thought I was going to make ahead. it, so I yeah. read it. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Why, why don't you tell them what you thought of the, the Lower Decks comics since we're here? Okay, the Lord Dex comic, I thought it was really interesting. Like, they're taking a concept which it's just, I feel it's interesting to see them revisit old, uh, old situations and you find out, like, well, yeah, Starfleet learns. Like, now you can't, like, create sentient life on the hollow deck because mm -hmm. it's happened before like it's mm -hmm. I, I thought that was interesting mm -hmm. um i like tendy's costume that was cool <laughs> um and yeah the little the editor notes at the bottom i thought they were really entertaining and funny like i i will say that i personally I was very skeptical of the idea of them trying to like recreate what the show brings to the table in regards to both comedy and Star Trek in comic form. Cause you know, I like, I don't, I mean, I, it sounds to me like, you know, you all felt like they weren't very successful at recreating that. But I know for me, I felt like it was actually much more successful than I thought it was going to be. I was like, wow. Like, I mean, obviously it's a completely different medium, but I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to read this joint, but it's not going to be as good as the show because the, like, I, I felt like it was really hard to do both the comedy and the references in comic form. It just felt like it wouldn't translate to me, but I was, I felt pleasantly surprised and I don't know, that might have something to do with like maybe my imagination, you know, like I'm filling in more blanks than maybe your average person might do. But for me, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then on top of that, it had like the little glossary at the end where they gave you like the episodes to watch for all the references they made in the comic. And I was like, that's awesome. Because like, Imagine being somebody that's like not like super, like fuck em. like up. Well, <laughs> well, 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 we know that that's your your opinion on it, Moses. What I'm saying is, I'm, for I'm me, recapping because you missed last week's show. Right. It just feels it feels it feels inclusive because you might mess around and read this book and not necessarily have. You, or or either I might would say watch because I feel like 
if you're reading Lower Decks, you've probably watched all those those episodes, but you may not remember all of them. So, you know, like, I'm not going to knock somebody for not remembering a reference from a Next Generation episode from the early 90s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, but if you're like, hmm, that feels vaguely familiar, when you go to the end of the book, they're like, you can literally go back and watch these episodes to get all these jokes or all these references if you want, because they're not all jokes. Some of them are just references. And it's like, that's cool, because you can literally watch those episodes because a lot of those those uh, television shows are on streaming one place or another. You don't even need to watch those episodes because they explain it to you right after they mention it. No, but, yeah, but, but they don't cool really. They don't like see. It's cool to see where it comes from. Like, as yeah, but I don't have the reference, but going back and actually watching the episode is a different experience than that. But I don't feel like they like. I understand what you're saying, where you're like they they explain the joke, but realistically, they don't explain the joke. Like you get the reference they're making because you know the episode. Like how I would know the episode. But that's not the same. Like, if you had never seen the episode, you probably wouldn't get the joke at all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No. See, like, what I'm saying is, like, you're, for, you're a for, big Star for Trek example, fan. For, for example, take the Star uh -huh. Trek fan out of it, okay? Take the, the references out of yeah. it. When they make the joke of, um, of calling the space hippies hippies, and they got to explain mm -hmm. to you that they're space hippies, but they're in space, so we're just calling them hippies. Like, no, that's a second joke. It, well, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny the it, first it, time. Don't don't boomerang it and, and hit me. In the it's like ball. saying it's like saying, you know, French fries, but we're in France, so here they just call them fries. That's well, still not they, funny. they actually they actually use that joke, like how Oz the his example in an episode of Lower Decks. Uh, Fairly recently, mm -hmm. they go and they have the 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 silicate life, and the scientists are kind of trying to spy on the Federation together, and mm -hmm. it's a whole thing. It's like you keep mm -hmm. calling it silicate life. For us, it's just life because they're rock people, and right. it's like we don't even know you're alive. And that's the same joke, and it's just it's a funnier way to do it, and that works on screen in motion. On mm -hmm. paper, it it might work. But if you have to explain it to me, oh, he's a rock, so silicate means rock, then that takes me out of that makes it not funny. But it's not but it's not explaining the joke. It's literally like the right. joke that you're you're talking about on the screen is the same joke that the the caption's making, but they don't make that joke in the panel. In the panel, they just talk about space hippies. And then the the pan the the panel the little the the asterisk the the or the you know the dialogue box is making the joke that they made on the show. It's a it's two separate jokes, right? And then you have the bottom one, the footnote. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right, Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a it, at this point, it's a taste thing. Like it's not up yeah. to the bit. It's just you enjoyed that aspect of it. I didn't. As a shareholder, yeah. that's a little, you know, paying for that ink. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's fair. Like, and, you know, you're right. You're right. I think it is a taste thing. 
when you when your little footnote explains the situation that they're referencing and then you have a glossary that's a page that's a, a, an extra sheet of paper i gotta pay for you know mm -hmm. so it, it's a little too redundant this is like, Where, where's my dividends where's my dividends y'all well, using up all this it's ink a, it's just a little <laughs> creatively it's a little redundant and sometimes redundancy can be funny yeah and if it happened once in the comic it'd be funny if it happened, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm a fan of repeating things till they're not funny and then repeating them till they're funny again. This wasn't. Yeah, a, yeah. Look, we, wasn't we remember the party. goats. <laughs> yeah. We remember the goats. The what? <laughs> yeah. As, the what? As a shareholder, I'm completely happy with all the ink that was expended to make. <laughs> Sorry. I, I apologize, Jay. I did not mean for this to happen. Yeah, no. And that, look, again, when we do the shareholders meeting, it might be something we can reference. You know, and it is, I think, I believe Oz and I still said that we would continue reading more of it uh, because it might be something that, you know, an editorial might step in. It's like, no, we kind of did that. That first issue, maybe the second issue, maybe tone back a little bit. You know? Well, I, I did like the the main cast storyline like that mm -hmm. was interesting and then i can mm -hmm. see where they're going with the vampire storyline that could also be like as soon as you start mm -hmm. getting away from the, re the references it's it does start to get interesting and some of those references were fine even if i hadn't watched that particular episode of the next oh, right you're still you're still you know? on your your star trek journey mo i forgot right and technically i still uh look i hate people saying journey i'm a weight loss journey on the, uh, this journey the only journey i'm at is a slow walk towards death <laughs> all right we can even hit fast forward <laughs> and hit pause that's it you know? <laughs> so don't give me no journey about no this journey that journey um but i have watched that episode the Moriarty one, so it, for yeah, me, that's classic. I happen to catch it, but mm -hmm. um, I even if I hadn't, like, it's not one that I think about, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I, I think it works, like, the way the dialogue, the way it's written, and it's and that's that's if anything, that's one of the, the saving graces of this book is that the way the dialogue with that main cast and the references goes, you know, it's something, and that's what the show does really well. So sometimes mm -hmm. you know, I watch it with my sister-in-law, Liz, and she's like, oh, that's from that episode because she's saw, seen more than I have. And then mm -hmm. there's stuff that I paid more attention to in like in fucking the old, the, the, you know, the, the original series. And I can reference right. that. And it's like it becomes a uh, community experience. In that right. Sense. And here it's right. like you know, reading comics is a solitary experience. So I guess that's probably maybe why they did that. But Jay, definitely next next uh, shareholders meeting, man. We're gonna arm wrestle for see how much ink there's uh they're spending on. <laughs> did you watch? Have we'll you play three dimensional chess. Have you seen both of the Moriarty episodes or just the first one? Nah, just I think I think only the second one. Yeah, oh, it's only, it's only really? It was a long time ago. I was when I was when it was on UPN. Or yeah, they're, they're like I three or four years stuck. apart for yeah. like legal reasons. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting though. Yeah, I mean, look, I I just feel the book does it like it did a great job of capturing the voice of the cast, which I I did not. Again, that was another thing I was worried about. I'm just like I feel like it's it's not. It doesn't feel like an easy thing. To necessarily write the way that the people in the show sound, 
I, and, I don't know though because mm-hmm. they had they had Boimler on the on the bridge. They had like, Boiler on the bridge. Boimler, he was on the bridge in uh, in one scene, and it okay. felt like it felt like they just put him there just to have a lower decks somebody from the lower decks uh, in in those pages. Like you didn't need him there. He didn't do anything Boimler like. Okay. But but I mean, do you feel like he didn't sound like Boiler when he was spoke? Yeah, he sounded smart. Larry's a fake ass Boiler. Boy, Boiler is smart. Boimler. He's too nervous to be that that smart sounding though. Boimler. Look, look not 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 bo- not boil not bold Boimler. <laughs> well, this is pre bold bold Boimler. Yeah. Or, or is it? It is because he doesn't say he's uh, bold Boimler like he does every. Sometimes he just acts bold. Nah, <laughs> nah, he's acting too much like the transporter twin. Bold. <laughs> oh yeah, Larry, uh, or Jay rather. I know you, you're just triumphant because you just sent a, a fly to Stovacore, but um, <laughs> in, what would you rate? <laughs> what would you rate? Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hold his eyes open and then scream at the heavens. All twenty of those eyes. <laughs> I'm trying not to like spit alcohol out onto my computer. That's funny. Yeah, what would you rate uh, Lower Decks number one? The comic. I'll give it a four out of five. So that's four goat screams out of five. I'm upset. I don't have any of my buttons. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you see, you see how disturbed you've made us all breaking stuff now. I didn't realize Jay had a problem with the goats. (laughs) <laughs> all right you know, we talked we talked more about lower decks today than we did last week so <laughs> it's it's a weird thing like i have gnats yeah and you just say goats but we actually did have a running thing at work where we were calling the gnats goats because someone wrote gnats on the whiteboard but they did it sloppily. And so it actually did kind of look like they rode goats. So for like a month, we would call them the Nats goats. Jeez, how so bad weird. does that, have, right, that writing have to be to get that? The their, end looks like a, their, their end looks like a, oh, that's how bad. <laughs> Just they connected the bottom of the end for some reason. I don't know. It's Just be weird. careful there's no ER afterwards because you've you been in trouble. <laughs> That's a psychological joke, Lawrence. You need to really think about that. Well, not Thanks you, because you're black, but like our audience. I love, oh. I love, I love that that he's drinking whiskey out of a coffee cup. Wait, it's a and I feel, I feel like Oz, Oz literally just did the thing he was just criticizing the comic for doing. Like, <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> It's like that one well, last one. I almost bought it. All right. 
goats once because I got uh, terrible. Larry, what would you rate it real quick? And I'm not gonna do the goat screen thing. Just oh, would you... and like, are you are you being real with me, Moses? Or are you like? No, I'm being real. I'm being real because I, I I honestly I wanted to talk about that Wakanda Forever trailer, but we might not even have time for that. So, oh, I was, I, I was gonna say that I uh you know I really like this book and I was gonna give it a four too, but. If we're gonna do the goat screams, I'm gonna give it a one. Nah, it takes too long. I gotta make. I gotta make. Oh, it okay. Four. Okay. Yeah, so both right. of you. Both of you. Ah! Gave... Ah! 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 There you go. <laughs> so both of you gave it four out of five, and this is why we didn't have you on last week's show. Apparently, like, they were like, they must. Yeah. That, never mind. I'm sorry. That that whole side of the screen is just, just wrong. <laughs> yeah. We have our own water fountains too. <laughs> so should we uh move on to yeah. anything else <laughs> oh, move on to anything else please god right after now that, like, after that joke after that joke we have to talk about the wakanda forever uh oh, okay. people in our audience just watching half the screen right now also, real quick, uh, speaking of water fountains, I want to wish all the... Uh, speaking of water fountains? <laughs> well, you know, like each having their own water fountain. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I... Colonizer I, Day is Monday. Oh, yeah. So Wait, what is... Columbus Day. Oh, got you. But they're making it switch indigenous. it to Indigenous People Day. Yeah, but if you're on that it's side both. of the if you have a calendar, it's, it lists both. Yeah. So it lists Colum uh, Colonizer Day and Indigenous People Day. Got it. So I think okay. it depends on like what color you are. Like if you're white, you say Colonizer Day, and if you're not, you celebrate Indigenous People Day. Like. I would love it. Well, okay. I don't know about love. Maybe love is too strong of a word, but I would be interested to see if there was a calendar that actually did list it as Colonizer Day. Like, <laughs> like that would be wild. Like, coming soon, the Fantastic Forum calendar. No, absolutely. I feel like there's 100% a market for that. Like, naming holidays, like what they should be like, called according to a particular like, group of people as a. June 19th is going to be, you know, Black Independence Day, and then yeah. it'll be National Piss White People Off Day. <laughs> we should call it Black Fourth of July. Black Fourth of July. Yeah. Black Fourth of July, even though yeah. even though it's in June. Yeah, yeah. Right, like Black Spring Break. It's like right. Black Fourth of July. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Now we got. I don't feel like that's the same thing, but okay. We're gonna model. We're gonna model for the thing, right? For the calendar. Yeah, of course. What right. what do I call it? Seems that I recognize the uh, the Vikings' discovery of, of North America before Columbus. You just listen to Amanda Marth and drink beer out of this thing. Because I was thinking, Look. I was thinking Thursday, but that's you know tomorrow. That, that's every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm like, but why would you recognize the Vikings' discovery of America for Columbus, but not the the Friggin' African tribes that discovered it before the Vikings. I don't know, did they? I thought it was the Mongoloids first. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, they 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 walked across the bridge. Right. 
And then we the don't Vikings call them Mong- came. We don't call them mongoloids Wait. anymore. Uh, uh, they're slow adults now, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. That's why it took them so long. Oh, yeah, you walked Jesus instead of taking shit. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys. Oh, Jesus Those jokes are less show. funny when you guys aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. is asking if we've seen the poster for the Super Mario Brothers animated movie. Trailer comes out tomorrow. I don't know. I saw two I- posters. I mean, it looks like a poster for a game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Look, but it looks like a poster for a really good game, though. Yeah. yeah. Like that level you don't think it really, looks like... That level looks really small. Uh, I mean, my God. It's like... Again. Well, yeah, it looks small and to the point where I thought it was the Universal Studios thing. <laughs> like, oh, like the world, Super Mario yeah. World? But, hey, look, I don't care. Like, I'm already mad as Chris Pratt, so what am I going to be more mad? Like, fuck it. I already, I'm already mad. I mean, look, at least wait to see the trailer tomorrow, what they show you tomorrow in the Nintendo I'm Direct. Have, it's like, like, I, I'm just going to watch it on silent. because yeah, I don't I need, No, I need to hear the voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, who knows? Like, it, it, like, listen, I don't think any of us are out here thinking, oh, it's going to be spectacular. But... You could at least wait to see what they actually show you. Nah. Like, wait, wait. Watch it tomorrow so you can have an informed opinion about how terrible it is. No, nah, I mean, it's like, but if I had an informed opinion, like, that, I, look, this whole show is based on me not having an informed opinion. Like, it's all speculation. This is my speculation. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm sorry, my well, speculation. Sorry. We're going to keep Mo in the dark for as long as we can. But yeah, yeah, I mean, but I'm going to watch it and pretend I didn't watch it. Like, and then look, well, I love it. I love it. And you know what we call that? Pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> like, there it is. I'm on, that, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on that Lord Dex comic bullshit explaining myself. Like that. For tomorrow, for those that do want to check it out, Nintendo Direct for the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, tomorrow. I think it's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, our time, Pacific yeah. time. Tire Claws also mentioned uh, bringing up that they leaked a picture of what Mario looks like. And, like, I saw this story and it, it was presented like it's a big deal, but I saw the picture and it's like, that looks like Mario from the games. I don't know, like, a little <laughs> bit higher, like higher res than, than the N64, yeah. but you know, it's, it, it I don't that think that that's that an actual of. leaked picture, right? It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's it's just Mario. I don't I don't get what the big deal is. Oh, who shot me? He, he's saying move on to the next. <laughs> Damn Jay, like whatever you say, Jay. You're right. I, next topic. I, I can't be having these sudden noises in this motel. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's how Jay really did like do his thing? Like, Move on, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, why is Jay like this? We're going to see that again around 158. Right, right, right. This fool go, but just mess around and just shut the show down. He's not even going to say nothing. He's just going to hit the freaking end broadcast. Like, God damn, Jay. All right, we, we were we talking. Been, <laughs> like, all you had to do was say, all you had to do was say, I'm out, everybody. Good night. I'm like, okay, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> 
We've been going on right, for listen. half an hour. We haven't got to any topics. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Do you want to talk about... Oh, wait. What's Tarkov saying? It's going to be wild seeing Mario in such high fidelity. Nah, I've seen it. Isn't it live action? No. No. It's animated. Well, you thought he was oh. going to actually be wearing like overalls? Like, like Chris Pratt can't be Mario. Yeah. Wait, why, why are y'all talking about this joint like Captain Lou Albano <laughs> hasn't played Mario? Like, what? 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 Captain Lou. Dude, Captain Chris Lou's Pratt is no Captain Lou. Yeah. What? Yeah. Y'all are out here talking I'm like freaking. Uh, who Who was the dude? Was it, it wasn't Warren Beatty. Who was it that did it in the 90s? The guy uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Like, listen, I don't want anybody talking to me about who can and who can't be Mario. Look, we had, Bob Hoskins is a knight. Yeah. So Bob, Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins could be Captain America. First of all, I, I'm not part of, of the friggin' Commonwealth, so I can call Bob Hoskins by his name. I don't have to put sir in front of nothing. Sir, That's what I'm, I'm not a subject. Sir I'm not a subject. And Captain Lou Albano. They are. <laughs> they I'm are not knocking either one of them. Mario In the same way, I'm not knocking Chris Pratt. I just, I didn't remember. It's, look, it's just as asinine that Chris Pratt is the voice of Mario as it is he would be playing the physical embodiment of Mario. Yeah, y'all are all talking to me like Chris Pratt has never been a, a friggin' rotund man. Like, Chris Pratt can be Mario if he wants to be. Like, we know this. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but it turns out I don't know any... Like, Captain Lou Albano is the best Mario. I'll give you that. That don't make him a good Mario. That makes him the best of the live-action Marios. I thought, so, no, he was pretty good. He, he was actually great. Like, Kazama okay. was a good Luigi, though. I yeah. agree with that, actually. You, John Leguizamo? You didn't like him as Luigi? No. You prefer a random actor that was next to Captain Lou Albano? He was better than Le- Leguizamo. I don't think that's true at all. He just I mean, looked, Europe, but well, like a Leguizamo stand, and that's fine. I mean, listen, are are we gonna? Uh, he, mess around and, and he was he was amazing in whichever John Romero film he was in. He was amazing in M. Night Shyamalan film. Um, he's great. Wait, we're we're yeah. gonna we're gonna say John Leguizamo can pull off Violator, but not Luigi. Is that what we're gonna do? Yes. Oh, amazing Violator. But Luigi, uh, not a good Luigi. Oh, you crazy! <laughs> are two different skill sets you need to play one or the other. You know what? Hold on, hold on. Uh, corrections and retractions. I think I need to take that back because I just remembered Leguizamo didn't have a mustache. No. Oh, does he, have he didn't no have mustache? a mustache. Yeah, he didn't have a mustache. I just looked at the pictures. Um, he was like a damn. super young, like. A little little brother, like it was. Listen, was not. Yeah, I I gotta take no back. no mustache, no mustache is a sin. I apologize. I, I apologize. I, I retract yeah, my I, statement. I, too. I, I I as well. Danny Wells stands. Listen, the best, a live action Luigi. 
Listen, listen. This fool was so good at playing Luigi. I thought he had a mustache. <laughs> but 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 now that Oz is his upper revealed lip that there was his lip upper lip acted better than most people. <laughs> <laughs> but but now that Oz has revealed that there's actually no mustache there, then I'll give you that, Jay. I, I apologize. I, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like the mustache is key. But but I don't. I feel like he acted like Luigi. No, he. Well, I, I can't deny that because Luigi doesn't have a set in stone personality. Um, it's true. If you play Luigi's Mansion, and, no, and that's sad. No, no, no Luigi scared the entire scared time. And, that's it. That's one emotion. You're right, but it depends but he on the game. His, and that's why he wears green because he overcomes his fear. To, to do what he has to oh, do. In and Mario is missing. Uh, he's not scared. Um, in Super Mario 2, he's not scared. And he's a good jumper. Like He's a good jumper. It's a... Uh, yeah, he's the more... Luigi, and I've heard someone say this, so this isn't 100% for me, but Mario's the everyman... You're the one you're supposed to identify with, so his personality is bland as fuck. And Luigi gets to be like pretty much whatever they need at the moment. That's true. That's true. I believe like, that was Jackson Croshaw that said that. Oh, that feels good. Look, we should definitely they should pin down a Luigi personality. Even though I feel like if nothing else, we're like Luigi supportive. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Luigi, like that guy's a good guy. Like, you know, I like if you ask me who's the better of the two from a friggin' personality perspective, like as a as an individual, I would put my money on Luigi over Mario any day of the week. Just because I'm like, you know, Mario goes off and does all types of rash stuff. But Luigi, I feel like Luigi's there to help people. <laughs> Dude, I saw the one meme where you know like how Mario could throw the penguin off the cliff, right? <laughs> and Mario 64. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Someone put replace Mario with Homelander when he's making that chick jump off the building. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I funny. can see it. Yeah, I can see that. All right. We should talk about some of the stuff on our agenda for real, right? Wakanda Forever trailer. We can talk. Like, have you all seen Wakanda Forever trailer? The 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 last, or is Who, is it the final which, trailer? Which one of you guys? I'm assuming it's Mo. Guess that it was Shuri based on that ass. Me. Okay. Well, I guess it was a female, but yeah. I guess it was Shuri based on the Lego set. I mean, <laughs> when can't, the first trailer came out, though, was the Lego set out yet? No, no. I remember I you remember. guys telling me like, "Ah, oh, like, how do you know? How do you know?" I'm like, "That thigh, that ass, like that's not." That's, yeah, not see, that's what I remember. Yeah, I don't think it, like I don't know that it's Shuri. Yeah, I mean, I I think it might be, but and at the moment it's I thought female, and she's got the same dots that Shuri has. It's Shuri, but there's there's other like Dora Milaje that have those dots, and they're no, good at Milaje. Like they'll stay there. They're also not like, part well, of the family. How do you, okay? So how do you know it's not friggin' Lupita's character? Because you don't even know what she is. 
Like she's just there. She's mean? not really Wakandan. She's Mexican. She might team up with. <laughs> Look, that means she's she's the one to bring bring together yeah. the Atlanteans and the Wakandans. Also, when you when you see a, a close up of the Black Panther gauntlet, it's got that like shit she had that that face that was her her guns in the other movies. Yeah. It's, which is it's why they, which is why they didn't fire her, but delayed the the filming when she was an anti vaxxer I mean, hey, listen, it could be Shuri, and I wouldn't be mad at that. Like, I'm just saying that, you know, they might know that everybody's thinking it's Shuri and, you know, in, intentionally, or everybody's expecting it to be Shuri and intentionally, you know, go a different direction. Like, that, that could just, easily happen. Lupita is a, the, the, like, from an executive perspective, Lupita is the, is the good choice because she's, like, an award winner. Fantastic actress, got a good career, can do other movies. Uh, the the chick that plays Shuri, I mean, she might have all that, but they're not putting her in any of that. So, for for a marketing perspective, if you're gonna have a female Black Panther in the next Avengers or whatever, Lupita's the way to go. Yeah, there is a rumor going around that it's gonna be Storm. That would that's, be crazy. That's, that's a I, bad rumor. That's horrible. I hope that doesn't happen, <laughs> dude. If it turns out to be Storm, I don't like. I don't know, man. I don't even know how I, I'm supposed to feel about that. <laughs> hey, look, Kevin Feige, man, your boy Kevin Feige. Nah. <laughs> I, so I, you I honestly like that around. I'm just so sitting here like a rumor, and not just something I'm saying. I'll be I'll be a, a, in a theater and I, I I feel like I'd be like friggin' excited and distraught at the same time. Just like they're like, wow, he yelled out in joy and then started crying immediately in sadness. One of those orgasms when you throw up right after. <laughs> I I don't know anything about those orgasms, oh, but yeah, I mean, I'll take yeah. your word for it. <laughs> you know. That you, my friend, have not lived. I guess not. I, I've never had the the vomitous orgasm. Yeah, like, yeah, you're you're not watching the right stuff. <laughs> Wait, what, what? What am I supposed to be watching? That's gonna give me an orgasm? <laughs> Last week's episode. He just said it. Last week's episode. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, Larry, you watched it, right? I did. Did you see what I explained to you about Namor with the foot wings? I did. And How yeah, did I- it, it, it looks really good. Like, it, it's crazy because it's one of those things that, yeah, like, as long as I've been watching, or I should, I should say reading Namor in comics, it was like, yeah, like, seeing what they decided to do with him in live action with the the wings on his feet like it's it's pretty awesome like i like it a lot like and it, it's crazy because i feel like if you explain it to people it could sound real corny but when you yeah. see it it looks really good nah nah you don't think it looks good <clears throat> well yeah. like i i've hated the foot wings in the comics yeah. So you're not going to make him look good to me in, in live action. Wait, so, I mean, okay, like, I I get 
why you'd be like, okay, as a comic, you're like, this doesn't look great to me. But it's a it's a still image. You you looked at the the moving image and how they interpreted that, and you were just like, it's dumb and ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't like the oh. visual of it. Look, That's I don't even I don't even like that they're using Aztec culture. You, okay. Like, why do you hate your own people? I just say make the Atlanteans be Atlantean. But that's the thing. Aztec culture, well, Mayan culture primarily, because they're the ones at the coast and uh, travel east or west, rather. Uh, There there is a, a precedent that says that they might be from the Atlanteans. Yeah, maybe. But, you know. I mean, Atlanteans, Atlantean. Don't, right. Don't get me wrong. I oh, go ahead. That, but that's the thing. It's like, who's to say Atlantean isn't what inspired the Mayan culture? If oh, or vice versa, versa. You mean? What? What do you mean, Larry? That Mayan oh, inspired like Atlantean? the Atlantean culture? Oh, you yeah. mean like in real life, or you're talking about? Yeah, in I'm talking about in real movie. life. Like the the way they're doing the movie, they're doing based on stuff and artifacts and, and codexes some of which weren't burned by the Catholic Church or, or stolen right. and hidden in the Vatican now that say mm-hmm. that yeah it's it's their people that landed there like it's not necessarily people that you know how how Joe Joe Jay so eloquently put it the mongoloids that came down and traveled through Mesoamerica the Mayans were more f- came from the water you know and there's stuff that kind of hints at that, and it's like if Atlantis was real, that could be the refugees, you know, the ancestors. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's stuff that after Atlantis sank, the escape boats went in two directions. That's why you have pyramids <laughs> in North America and in Egypt, right? But and that's the thing. It's like that you know that that's like not using. I, I can see like you saying they're a little heavy-handed with the Mayan stuff. Like the Mayan stuff comes from when they come to land, but from a design perspective and, and all like, that. It's just it, like weird little things. Like uh it looked like and like maybe this will be different when I actually see the movie. I have to see how they actually do it. But from the trailer, it looked like he's wearing a, a feathered a, a feathered headdress right in the water, which is yeah, kind of weird to me. It doesn't make sense, yeah. So it'd be I, more skills. It, but. It, it, yeah, maybe they're not feathered. Maybe it's it's something else that just happened to look like feathers in the water. I, yeah. I, I'll reserve judgment for the actual movie. See what they do. But we'll right now, I'm not. But like, know. even if it even if it is feathers in the water, like, what's wrong with that? It's weird. Why do you need feathers in the water? Name what's me one fish like... with feathers. It well, should be I scales. Think, I don't have to name you fish with feathers. I can name you birds that go in the water. Yeah, but no, they stay. Yeah, you know, they don't breathe underwater and live underwater. And they, well, just, they don't live underwater, but they yeah. they dive underwater, they hunt underwater, and come back up. It's like, what's the big deal? Like it's just a do, feather. Like, hey, feathers look, dry. Do, do, <laughs> do Atlanteans in? It, this might just be my DC bias, but do Atlanteans in in Marvel not have a disdain for for above grounders? Oh yeah. I More mean, so, 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 why would you wear the, something that is only for something that lives above water? And that's where the Atlantis shit comes a little because it's more 
you know, it's a bird is an evolved version of what they probably had early on <laughs> where it was, you know, your lizard, uh, reptile bird hybrids, you know what I mean? And that's, it's like all I mean, the iconography I see in the trailer for the Atlanteans is iconography for stuff that doesn't live in the water. Which doesn't make sense yeah. if you're if it's a society that's supposed to have a disdain for underwater. people that can't live underwater. Well, I mean, I guess what what I will say is this, and you know, we don't know how it could go or, or will go or won't go because obviously, uh, we we have to, we haven't seen the movie yet. But there's two things that I can say. One, while personally. I would probably prefer it to be Atlantis just because white Atlantis. I, yeah. I want no, no, I didn't say anything about white. I just said Atlantis. No, they, but when you say Atlantis, like a traditional Atlantis, you talking about I, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about traditional. I, I'm literally like it can look exactly how it looks like now, and you call it Atlantis. Like that would probably be my preference just because. That's how what's called in the comic, right? Uh, I can understand why Disney might be like, mm, we're not sure we want to be associated with Atlantis based on the idea that people at this point have equated Atlantis with Aquaman in the, the grand scheme of things. We're like, we feel our character is going to be better, cooler. And we don't want it to be a thing where there's brand confusion because we all know, like, we, we all know the people in our lives that don't know the difference between DC and Marvel, even at this point. And why so, have a pitchfork? Like, he's not bailing hay. <laughs> it's, it's a trident, which is a, a different thing. Also, but Disney okay. already no, has no. Atlantis. Huh? What'd you say? Disney already has an Atlantis. Yeah. That too. Either way, like I can understand from a brand perspective that like we would like to call our thing something different because we don't want it to be associated with that DC Aquaman brand at all. I'm not a fan of that. But more worried about their Atlantis people getting it mixed up. I I doubt it. Nobody remembers that Atlantis show. That Atlantis isn't in the remembers. People remember Atlantis for the people from that Atlantis. Wait, what? The people from that Atlantis are brown, like Namor. Jay, well, like, no, no, never mind, Jay. I'm not even going to talk to you about this. I'm done. Like, the other, the other, the other point I'm trying to make is, <laughs> which is like, how do we know that what, from a cultural perspective, this isn't going to be something where, like, you know, in reference to many of the myths that we have already is that Atlantis started off on land and then sunk below water. Like, it could very well be that, and so that might be, like, actually some sort of traditional kind of thing where it's like, yeah, we wear this headdress still because we started off on land, but we moved to the water, and it's just one of those traditions you keep, even though it's like, okay, we're undersea people now. But you weren't think, that initially. I, I think Oz's issue too is that they stole one of his motifs from one of his student films, where they showed, <laughs> the, 
they show the pyramid on the water in the, in the, uh, the original teaser. And I'm like, man, fuck, Oz did that shit in that student film. Yeah, like, which Mo directed. Yeah, that too. Which who directed? Yeah. Mo directed it. Wait, what student film? Well, you yeah. remember. You watched it. He doesn't remember. Uh, I, I probably didn't watch it, but I very well may not have remembered. Just that was my co-star. Yeah, it was like the Jaguar versus the Dragon. and it was Dude, like, I remember now. Thank you. Thank you. Got, okay. I, I understand now why I was I had, I had a pyramid. Listen, I get it now. The best it did. 90 graphics <laughs> a student could muster. Yeah. That's hilarious. I forgot I directed that too, man. Dang. I, I appreciate because you you especially like, coordinated the fight scene. Yeah. Which Wait, uh, I you all made that before I even knew you all, right? No, no. I didn't know Oz until I met you. So like we did that after like it's I mean I, we already been doing the show about a year or two, I think, when we did that. Wait, that was after we had started doing Fantastic Four? I didn't. Yeah. You two knew each other before I ever met you guys. Yeah, I mean, you, so, you guys were yeah. met me at that uh, arena lounge. Yeah. So no, like, right, that, absolutely. When that closed down about six months after that, that's when we made that. Wait, when what closed down arena? Yeah, I had a lot of. Oh, free time. that's crazy. <laughs> I still have that that uh, <laughs> that video. I could. Oh damn! Put it on the on the channel. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I feel like people will be just as excited about it as Jay is right now for it. So many good <laughs> memories shooting that. Oh my god. Yeah, it was, it was the best. <laughs> Look, see? Look, Jay Jay's encapsulating the people's excitement for it right now. It was before the, the Me Too movement. <laughs> there was no intimacy coaches there. <laughs> you are crazy for that comment that's hilarious i don't listen i i, I rescind my statement don't put it up on fantastic there, no there, there was honestly when we uh when mo uh choreographed mm -mm. the fight scene there was a moment <laughs> where i had to like like i turned to the actress and said you sure about this like you really like like we can we could change it no 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 it's cool it's cool okay spread them <laughs> Ah, such a good day. I blame Jay. No <laughs> alcohol involved that day either. No, no, that was when we were sober. Oh we were trying to be thin. We were so talented when we were sober. <laughs> let's let let's go ahead and start talking about. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Harley Quinn season three. Who wants go to ahead, start dude. us off? Who wants to talk? Who wants well, to get us an overview? We gotta, play the bumper. we gotta play the bumper, oh. man. The TV. Oh. Yeah, play the bumper. We gotta play the bumper. Thank you. Also, uh, no, it's impossible. More about gel coat. When the fourth round. Don't you call it. Does it look good already? Jumbo Scampi for limited. Okay, Oz, you're you're a resident DC guy. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and and give us an overview of what Har a, a, the HBO Max series Harley Quinn season three is about? Yeah, I get upset every time we play that because I got in a fight with Tad Stones. He won't draw a Darkwing Duck for me. 
Wait, who? Tat Stones? Tat Stones. He's the guy that created Darkwing Duck. Oh, his name is Tad? Yeah. Stones. Is, what's that short for? I don't know. Thaddeus, maybe? I've always I've only known him as Tad. Damn. Is that full name? But, but Thaddeus has an H in it. But I guess, you know, we leave, I, you leave out letters, right? My name's Lawrence. People call me Larry. There's no yeah. W in that. I don't know. Okay. All I've right. Always, I, I haven't known him as any. Oh, you know what? I just looked it up. Edward. Ugh, no wonder he's such a dick. Wait, Edward? Edward? Can you call people that? Edward T. Stones, so his nickname was Tad. So I've always known him as just as Tad Stones. Oh. Jay, do you know Tad Stones? Um, No, I'm trying to look through his work, but... He created Rescue Rangers, too. Oh, he's a good man. Wait, so he fights you? He fought you? No, nah, he just refused to draw Darkwing Duck for me. I offered him money, but, you know. Why, what, what was his big deal? He's retired. Oh, wait, wait, but he was out at a con or something? No, no, no. It's like through emails. It's 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 a whole oh. long story. It's a long. Okay, yeah, you're right. We don't have time for that. But yeah. next time, goddamn. Yeah, in fact, he made Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers, Gummy Bears. Oh, Aladdin, Jesus! Hercules, Buzz Lightyear, Star Trek. What? What? And Wait. So listen. Storyboard right? artist on Bob's Burgers. What? Wait, so that was not retired. He's still working. Oh, he's retired from Darkwing Duck. I don't well, know. Oh, wait, listen. One more lie so, told me. One more lie. Oh, so, so all I'm saying is next week, Oz, we start with your, your, your Tad Stone story. Next week. Next week. Your Tad, the Tad Stone Chronicles next week is the start of, of next week's show. It's not that entertaining. So, Harley Quinn. I don't, I don't need to be entertaining. I just need you to tell the story and, and we'll, we'll comment. And make sure that we understand what's happening. So okay, but yeah, Harley Quinn season three. Squad show. He did Hellboy too. Damn, damn, right? Look, I, I'm understanding. I'm understanding why he doesn't want to talk to you now, Oz. He's like, man, I don't have time for you, man. Like, I feel like, like, it, we would have to come real correct. You should have had me craft the email for you, Oz. I would have messed around and got. I said, name your price. You give me. No, nah, see. See, he's like, I'm not your whore, Oz. He's like, you don't treat me like your freaking call girls, you freaking degenerate. That's what he hit you back with, right? That was that was his response. He works in Hollywood. Yeah, he is. Look, I got Dan Jurgens to draw for me. Taz Stone, See? no Dan Jurgens. You don't understand, Dan Jurgens is one of your whores. <laughs> Dan Jurgens, look, there's a lot, there's a lot of booster gold in Dan Jurgens. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. I don't know Dan Jurgens. I'm just making. I'm just making jokes. Please there, don't cancel there was, me. There was a compromise. I only got half a body, but mm. it, hopefully it was the right half. It's the top <laughs> half. Not that I would mind the lower half of a booster. We're, we're getting way off topic now. It'll be like that cover with the ass. <laughs> so Oz. Harley Quinn season three. Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> Thanks. Do that. Uh, Harley Quinn is an animated cartoon about Harleen Quinzel, and season three came out. I don't know like what I need to say about it. Basically, season three. Oh, Jay's got it. <laughs> is 
from what I hear, I haven't watched it. <laughs> Jay! <laughs> Wait, have you seen any of the other seasons? Yeah, I've seen, I saw season one and two. I'm just waiting for three to come out on Amazon. And break. Got it. But so it's basically what? her dealing with not being a villain anymore. But not really part. wanting to be a hero either. And she's kind of just navigating if she isn't a villain, then what is she? Um, which I guess has been the theme of season three. That's a big part of it. I would agree. Mo, what, what, what would you say or how would you summarize what season three of Harley Quinn is about? Uh, I think it's they think part of it is is what you said, but it's also showing you a little darker side of Batman and a little more desperate side of Jim Gordon. Um, and then kind of fleshing out a little bit of her team, which is like, you know, Clayface and King Shark and all that. You know, they all had their little stories and, and added to what, you know, what what th their personalities and their journeys, as people like to call. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> I saw it. A, a little bit differently, like I, um, I saw it more as like a Poison Ivy's journey because yeah. her, her but, character but she, goes she through like a huge, like huge. Harley, Harley Quinn is just kind of the same throughout mm -hmm. the whole thing, and yeah, it is her. I want to go it, that it, far. It, it is her trying to not be a villain, but everything she does is kind of a a response to what Poison Ivy. Is doing and kind of like trying to help Poison Ivy navigate through what she needs to do. I don't like the the Bruce Wayne stuff, but it, I say I don't like it because it just it made him seem like kind of like they pussified Bruce Wayne. But it was funny. It was entertaining. Like I'm not gonna say did I didn't they, laugh. Did they really pussify Bruce Wayne? Oh, like he was a little needy. Yeah, but I mean, I mean he's he's, he's needy because he would. He would he like has, to see his parents, his dead parents again? I, well, I was talking about the Catwoman stuff. Right. Uh, but, yeah, but, hey, we all know that shit comes from mommy issues. And he's got both mommy issues and daddy issues. You know what? The, the whole parent stuff, like, I get it. Like, okay, you know, yeah. you're it's an exaggeration of the character. Right. But and, it affects her right. entire life. It's a, it, it affects her entire life. This motherfucker literally puts on a bat costume because of what happened to his parents. So but, but here's he, the, when he falls in love with a girl, he might not get a little clingy. But but here's the thing, though, and this is the part that, I, like, for me, I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of interesting in regards to the take. It's like, I don't feel like there's a huge amount of difference between how the character feels, like how Bruce Wayne feels about Catwoman in the comics and in in in, in this show. Like, the feeling is the same. Yeah. The only difference is the action, like how it manifests itself. Yeah. And obviously they exaggerated for a comedic effect in this show, and Bruce Wayne acts in a different way But than he would in, like, say, the character of actual Batman. But that's par for the course and with this Harley Quinn show. Like, everybody acts different except for maybe Joker. Joker that, might be the only well, but even Joker though, even Joker, right? Because we have a whole episode in this season of Joker, like being like a stepdad, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. 
and his motivations, like he still has the Joker motivations, but it's also tied in with you know, okay, now I have a little well, bit of responsibility. He, too. Right. <laughs> he has he doesn't have he doesn't have the Joker motivations, he has the Joker actions. Yeah. Like he acts like Joker acts, but his motivations are different. And so he takes the same uh or he applies or or yeah, applies how he would normally handle or how he resolves situations in a similar way, but the motivations are different, which is crazy because it still comes out like maniacal, like not I won't say I don't want to say chaos because I don't think it is chaos, but it's definitely like a maniacal kind of thing that happens despite the fact that his motivations are different. As much as I love two dicks, uh, <laughs> that that Joker episode was probably the worst episode of the of the se- season for me. Wow, really? Yeah, it's just like it felt like it dragged on so much. I, really? Wow. Yeah, I I like what they were doing with the character, but a whole mm-hmm. episode, I don't know I, if I could like him like and, randomly showing up in different episodes and and getting a little bit more of his story. Yeah, was was good. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I'll give you that. A whole episode just seemed like way too much. I I will tell you that I was shocked by it as well. Like that the whole because ep- I was like, is this going to be the whole episode? And I don't feel the same way that you feel in the sense that I don't know that it resolved itself. Like when I got to the end of the episode, I didn't feel like it was like a bad thing, but I was shocked by the idea that it was like, we're going to spend basically a whole episode with just Joker. No, I don't even think the resolution was bad. It's just, it's a whole Joker episode. I don't think I I need that. No, no. And I agree with you. Like it could have been interspersed and it didn't even have to be interspersed with like, Harley and Ivy necessarily, because I kind of like what they did at the end with like just the little stinger at the end, but it could have been interspersed with like characters that weren't Jim Gordon and Two Face. One thing that I do, um, it's kind of why I wanted to talk about this season was that it this season kind of feels like they're shooting for their last. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it takes they take it it's odd to say but it's like they take these characters that they've been using a little more seriously and they kind of want to give you a little bit of a payoff in yeah. some way and even like yeah. Larry, like when you saw like you didn't like the characterization of Jordan uh, of Jordan of Gordon and Bruce Wayne or and Batman in the first season and then right in this season, it's like okay, this is more like the dark side of the coin for these characters. Like it's right, not, it's what you don't get to see in their adventures. It's what mm-hmm. you see, like from Harley Quinn, and then like that episode where she goes into his mind is. Mm-hmm. It's it's why I put that thumbnail of me lighting up the joint because I remember <laughs> high as fuck, and it's like, man, this is. I didn't come here for this. But I'm glad I'm here because it was it was fucking amazing with the Joe Chill being like, and then he yeah. pulls it out and it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't see that in good Batman comics. Like, no, you know, I always reference like one of the greatest comics of Batman ever is Batman Ego, and it's where he Bruce yeah. Wayne and are fighting in his head. And yeah, it, wow, this, this takes that to a whole other level, and it, it's more. Uh, and it kind of it kind of does that with almost a lot of these characters, like that you, you yeah. do, 
basically they're all finding themselves in this real mm -hmm. Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. And it's crazy because, like, even, like, the, this entire season has, like, a running commentary on the idea of, like, why do we keep seeing Batman's parents get killed so many times? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which is crazy because it's, like, it's 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 a commentary inside of, like, the world of the actual... um like uh, of the actual show where they're like, why does it keep getting brought up? But then it, it's also, of course, a meta commentary on the idea of like, you know, we see Batman franchises get rebooted time and time again. And we keep seeing this scene of this, this, this kid getting his parents taken away from him. And it's like, dude, enough already. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, and it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty brilliant because it's like it. It is definitely commentary on a lot of different levels. And don't get me wrong, I'm not. I don't want to add more weight to it than it deserves, or not. I will. Well, I won't say than it deserves. I don't want to add more weight to it than, or or seem like I'm adding more weight to it than, um, is intended. That's what I mean to say, because I don't think they're trying to say, oh, don't ever show Batman's origin ever again anytime the character gets rebooted. But I think what, what it does do a commentary on is the fact that it's like, for whatever reason, people like like to show this aspect of this character's origin, and they do it in you know in a in like at a in a way and and at like so often that it's like, dude, everybody knows like Batman is so popular, we all know this. Yeah. So why are we showing it at this point? So you have that commentary, and then on top of that, you have the same commentary inside the show where it's like, why does this keep getting brought up? <laughs> you know, it's like, like it's like, and even Batman, where he's like, hey, you know, it's one thing, like Batman literally says during the course of the thing, like, it's one thing if Bruce Wayne is talking about it, because that's his own trauma, but why are other people bringing this up? <laughs> you know? And when you see that, like, even how that episode with handling, uh, of Bruce Wayne's psyche, her where she's like, okay, this is where I, I'm equipped for this. Like it's a Batman right. Harley Quinn team up that is right. really in his head. And when she comes yeah. out like that, and then it's like, well, she kind of has to take that for Ivy too. Like she's been a partner yeah. to Ivy, but she hasn't been a therapist to Ivy. You know? Right. And I, and to me, that's I, like I want. I'll add all the weight, Larry. I, I'm a. I'm a deadlifter. I'll add all the weight. <laughs> it, it, this shit, like, it was brilliant. Like, and it, the only down part was the last episode. Like, I felt the animation like took a downturn. Yeah. Like, this is when they, I get Discovery took over and cut the budget or something. Because <laughs> I don't know if it was maybe my connection or anything, but I, I, I was hoping to see if you guys saw it or. Uh, but it was like it took me out, and it was like the epilogue of like the stuff that it built up to. Because the first part of the season wasn't all of that at that much; it was building up to it. And then that that middle part of the season really took it to that level where I'm like, "Fuck, this is amazing!" And then right. that last episode looked like shit for like 15 minutes. There, there are definitely parts of that final episode where the animation takes a dip. I, I agree with you on that. What, what do you think, Oz? About what? About the well, animation a dip? the animation and just what we have, what we've said so far in general. Uh, 
yeah, I could see the animation, yeah, taking a little bit of a of a dip towards the end. The the story overall, look, the the story overall, I liked. I liked the the character development of more than one character because we had like King Shark had some characters. Like there was an episode mm-hmm. of his brother, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was completely like that was totally interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Clayface mm-hmm. gets on my nerves, but he his his character does some things. Like yeah. him, him being upset that nobody realizes that it was him in that part. Right. Like was yeah. you know. So yeah, I look overall. I I like season three. Um, mm-hmm. I have my criticism of season three is the same criticism mm-hmm. I have of season one and two. The first episode is always crap to me because they really they, they, they're always hyper violent. Like they try to really like like they overdo everything mm. in the first episode. In the first mm-hmm. episode, though, that that's it. Once you get to episode two and three and whatever, then yeah. you really start getting into that story. And like, you know, for example, in season three, I mean, the first episode is them going is uh, Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy just going from like vacation spot to vacation spot, just kill, murdering people. Eventually, mm-hmm. they steal the, the invisible plane, you know. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's funny. It, it, it's a funny concept, but the way they, they do it is just, to me, it's a little too much. But that's always just the first episode. Once you get past mm-hmm. that, the, the stories the, the stories and the character arcs for, for this cartoon have always been interesting to me. And, and I think you can have I, a section where they have the Kaylee Cuoco... Uh, Harley Quinn that this is fighting with I think I, I wish Joe would have watched it because I think it's Tara Strong doing the, the other one in her mind when they're doing the she's seeing her mm. path and I think it's the Tara Strong doing that Harley Quinn and Kaylee Cook when they fight each other in a weird psychological way mm-hmm. is that Tara Strong in that episode? I'm not sure. It feels like it is, yeah. but if it's not. It's Kaylee Cuoco doing an impression. Yeah, I think I think it's Kaylee Cuoco doing the the impression, the impression of like the the Batman animated series one. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, look, I didn't think Kaylee Cuoco was that great of an actress, but if she's doing a Tara Strong impersonation, it is spot on. Like she she does it, and mm-hmm. I, I apologies to Kaylee Cuoco. Because she 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 turns on the Mr. J like every so often throughout the by the way I'm at the point where I'm seeing two of you guys. So I was gone. I was like, he's like, what what do you want me to talk about? It's it's been a while since, <laughs> it's been a while since it's been straight vodka. Uh, not vodka, shit, whiskey. Straight alcohol, not beer. So, so if it was straight vodka, he would have been all right. But now there's whiskey. He's like, ah, I don't do this. Well, sure. I don't do this. Russians throw vodka. Right. He's like he sees two two Moses, two 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 Mary Youngs, and and three Js. I'm lucky. He's. I'm. I'm just happy he's not drinking vodka because he might try to storm Ukraine. <laughs> Apparently, I would just lose. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? You're part Mexican. That's a that's a strong people. <laughs> You're part Mexican, part asshole, so you might be all right. 
<laughs> more popular uh, yeah, than man. Ultimately, <laughs> like I, 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 if this is the last season, like I'm good. Like, yeah, I don't. I feel like it might be just the way that HBO Max is going with all this bullshit and animation. I agree. And, you know, we, you and I, Larry, talked earlier about Doom Patrol, where it's like, that might not be back because, you right. know, uh, all that shit. So, yeah, and, and it could come back, but, like, it literally feels 50-50. And I know that, you know, uh, like, the show, like, Harley Quinn, like, as a, I guess, let out an official statement, like, yeah, I think we're, we're like, our chances are good, but yeah. I feel like they might let that statement out a little too early because, <laughs> yeah. you know, not to say that they're gonna get canceled or like, you know, I, I don't feel like Harley Quinn is gonna get treated in the same way like some of these other shows have gotten treated, which is really sad and disrespectful well, in a lot of ways. I think I don't feel like they're gonna, they're not gonna give Harley Quinn the write off treatment, but. It might not get renewed. I think season four has already been confirmed. Um, oh, has it? I think uh, I remember yeah. reading that, but it's something I have to look up. Okay, oh, well, I didn't even know. He's also trying to storm the Ukraine. <laughs> Wait, so but, when is season my, four supposed to? My question for the, the forum is, did anyone read the comic? There's a Harley Quinn, Quinn comic? Wait. No, no, no. The, the Jimmy Palmiotti, I'm in the Connor one. This is that's what the cartoons more or less based on. At least stylistically. I don't know. Wait, but is that is that what you're talking about, Jerry? You're talking about is there like a companion comic to this actual series? Yes, there's a companion comic to this actual yeah. series. I um, didn't read no. Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat Van Kill Tour. Was a six oh. issue uh series. That starts so they right fleshed after, out. It starts right after Ivy and uh, Harley's marriage, and they're sounds going like, on their honeymoon. Sounds like we have a review for next week. Oh wait, they didn't get married in season three. No, they got married in season two. Yeah. Oh, so this is oh that was the honeymoon. Okay. Yeah, all right. So does it? So does it lead all the way up to them being in like the the fortress of solitude? Like, is that where it ends? I'm not sure. Oh. No, in the animated, oh. they they started in the Mysteria, right? Yeah. Oh, is the fortress of solitude in like episode two? I don't remember. <laughs> no, it's all episode one because they start. Like, yeah, but that's just where it ends around. up. Yeah. Oh, got you. Okay, um, no, I, no, I haven't read that, Jay. Have you read it? Wow, this came the first three. Well, it came out last year. Yeah, okay. it came out literally right when the series ended. The from what I'm seeing, the first book was released August third, twenty twenty one. Damn. Okay, so, so it sounds like we have a review for next week. Yeah, yeah, like I would love, like we could mess around and and see if we can read that and see what that's all about too. Oz, just open your eyes a little more, man. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. You're done. Open your eyes. <laughs> I don't like to say like we got a review next week with your eyes closed like that, like because I know yeah that I look at that it's like I I gotta I gotta put it in the yeah. <laughs> in the- it's like he's not gonna remember. He's not gonna remember. <laughs> There's two of you 
when I adjust my eyes to make one, it's blurry. So mm-hmm. take your pick. Do you want me to see clearly two or blurry one? I want you to see four. I'm assuming my speech is slurring too. A little bit, not, but not that, let me, not that bad. Oh, here I'll take. I'll I'll take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, we should probably switch on over to Dead Man. Yeah. Uh, Dead Man tells a uh, a uh, uh, friggin' I'm sorry. Dead Man tells a spooky tale. Which is weird because usually dead men tell no tales. Oh, but I guess should we? Do you all want to do like actual? Uh, I, we can um, an actual review, uh, like the the, the oh, or not reviews, but like actual like ratings for for Harley yeah, Quinn. Rate, yeah, I mean it's five out of five for me. Like the shit's great, and if it yeah, doesn't, five, God, watch it. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Jay, and you want to? Well. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a five out of five too. Cause yeah. like that, there's some funny. There's a lot of funny stuff too. That's the other part that I haven't mentioned yeah. yet. But like, like, like. Don't get me wrong. Like, at this point in the series, for me, I've definitely gotten over the idea of like how they decide to depict the characters and just kind of be like, oh, okay, this is obviously like yeah. its own thing. But, but the the comedy is classic, man. There's so many like random little bits where I'm just like, oh, that's so. Funny man, like, like the comedy and characterization, but mixed with the concepts of what the characters are. Like when you talk about right. Ivy and Swamp Thing together, and right, that like the the Swamp Thing being the shaman for Ivy right. is right, amazing, you know, dude, it's it's awesome. But like even freaking... get out of Nora Freeze, and, right, and it's <laughs> And Nora Freeze is wild, boy. She wild. <laughs> she wild. But then you got like freaking Sanai Lathan as Catwoman. Yeah. And just like that whole like and Catwoman's not in this season a lot. Like she's not she's not like like in, in comparison to a lot of the other characters, I feel like she's not in it as much. But when she shows up, she's a factor, and that's pretty awesome. And you know, and it's just like look, they even did like a random Reboot, revamp of friggin' Music Meister that yeah. was like, <laughs> like, just all some other stuff. Where I was like, dang, this is crazy, man. They got like, the Court of friggin', huh? The Court of Owls? Yeah, the Court of Owls. Yeah, like, there's a lot. Like, you know, I feel like if you're like a fan of DC and you know who these characters are, like, it takes you for a ride. So, you know, yeah, I'm gonna give it five out of five, too. Jay, why don't you review the review? How do you feel about our review of season How many three goats? of Harley Quinn? No goats. I got enough goats. Um, but the review is actually pretty good. Like in depth without being spoilery. And I enjoy that since I appreciate that since I haven't seen it yet. I did it for you, man. So I would give it a four out of five. All right. See, look, I feel like Oz being drunk didn't get us the five. I haven't had this much whiskey in a while. <laughs> like, I just, I just love that he wasn't like, I'm not drunk. No, he no, I can't, I can't, I can't deny it. it. Like, you can he, see. He, he's adult enough to to admit it. <laughs> that's the first. There it is. That's but the first. There it childish is. Childish enough to not stop drinking. Amen. Amen, brother. Go go for it. Okay. Let's uh let's do a comic review. Whee!
Review. Like review. Well, not not like that, but like. All right. Yeah. So uh I had the perfect descriptor, like for this book, like Mm -hmm. pretty much just man. It was a thing of beauty, but I didn't write it down. So I forgot it. Try it, Jay. Just, just, just speak no, from your heart, I, I Jay, can't. and see what happens. Just speak like, from like your heart, Doctor Martin. Because I, I used a lot of big words. Yeah, but use them the small version. Um, this is an anthology with some interesting art, kind of sometimes, but not really good art. It's <laughs> telling stories that are. Mostly lame, but <laughs> with some cool parts. Overall, a failure at what it's trying to do. <laughs> but, that, but that's kind of okay, too. Like, man, it's just. Yeah. Like, right. if, I, if I wrote it down. It would have been so much better. Uh, it, it would have been beautiful. Like we probably could have ended the review right there had I written. <laughs> uh, Jay's like, what he's I like, I, I didn't even need y'all. <laughs> well, well, Mo, would yeah. you like to offer a counterpoint to 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 Jay's counterpoint? I'll do the the the. I'll I'll, bring, I'll tell you what it's about, and uh, you know, and we'll take it from there, but. Basically, it's this is like you've heard of DC Black Label. This is like the K Label, and it's a, basically a graphic novel for kids, and it's a, a children's Halloween horror comic anthology done by DC. And it's Dead Man serves as the buffer between stories, and I guess they had like three years worth of stories or something. And they just did them all in one thing and made it like a, a big anthology book for kids. And it's pretty, um, like Joe said, like I, I, he's not here, so I can't t- ask him why he thought it was bad, but it is definitely uh, filled with questionable choices in terms of like doing these stories and art and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you realize that it's for kids, then it's okay. Maybe that might make it a, a change your, your mind about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was for kids till I, I was done. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait, so how did you know it was for kids? How did you find that out? Um, in the back cover, it says DC graphic novels for kids. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. and it looks just like the black label thing that they do in the back of the comics. It just said it's for kids. Got it. I didn't know. Got like it. for me, I, I just I you know I I did uh I did the thing last week where I tell you what horror comics to look out for in this mm-hmm. and this was one of the books that I was gonna do as uh a one shot for that type of segment and that type of content and I figured let's just do it at the show you know we gotta. Uh, mm-hmm. our, basically our first show in October, so that's all right. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize it was a kid's book 
till mm-hmm. after. Because um, the art itself is actually, um, it, you know, it, it's pretty, like, the in-between art is kind of grisly for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. A little bit of my experience here as I talk about it. But um, there's, it's dead men narrating everything. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't look cutesy. You know, it's it definitely cartoony. But that's. He's reading that. I don't know, Mac. You're different with this TikTok nowadays. But then the art turns into the, <laughs> the first story, which that I love. I'm gonna pause it real quick. I love that like two color thing. Um, yeah, that was interesting. That like that's yeah, but from then they ruin it when she gets attacked. Right, but that's that, to me. To me, I love that because that's the um, this two color thing is a a French style of doing comics. From back mm-hmm. in the day, it's a, in the old heavy metal magazine. This is how the, they were done. I actually follow a guy on Instagram that does this type of art on uh, old novels. <laughs> like he buy, finds old mm-hmm. novels at at, uh, at thrift stores and then draws what he reads on the blank page in between chapters in this style. And oh wow, that sounds awesome! Yeah, and then that the contrast for it. Let's see if I can fast forward to it. Like like right here. Mm-hmm. In this page is like oh shit hold on next page there you go like right here it you see like the story builds up to that and then it's in color once she's attacked mm-hmm. and then it, you see the as we play it you'll see the mixture of the two right and then, you know here and so forth that's the whole story and then that's the end she right doesn't there. even keep the same hairstyle. Again, look, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying this is wrong. I like the style done the way it's style. If I wasn't reading the book and I was just looking at the pictures, I like it. Aesthetically, it's pleasing. The The hairstyle itself, I mean, yeah, you caught that, I guess. But it's at that point, it's almost like. You mean right here? Her hairstyle's different? No. I mean, when she's getting attacked. Let's see here. Right here? Next panel. Or next page. Well, yeah. It, it, the, the, it's not just a colorization of that art. It's a style of comic art altogether. Like, you have the, the 60s French comic horror comic motif going into the 70s horror comic motif. So like right here in this, you actually see both in this middle part. And then it turns, she turns into the typical horror movie vixen when she's had the color. And it's a stylistic choice. I mean, if you like it, mm-hmm. I, like the way that Jay says it, it's like a mistake. And it, to me, it's not. It's it's a stylistic choice. No, I, I didn't say it was a mistake. It's definitely a stylistic choice. I just think it's the wrong choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the so, story themselves aren't that great because there are for kids. So this one's just like hands attacking her out of like mirrors. Yeah. And, uh, the story was dumb. Yeah. And that, that's... It's ruined by the final page. Because in the final page, you see the the owner of the house, and she doesn't have hands, 
And it's like, why the fuck doesn't she have hands? Yeah. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I don't think that there's a good enough explanation for why she doesn't have hands that would made that would have saved this story. <laughs> like, honestly, it's like I like there are people that are born without hands. Like that happens. But I don't know if that would have been enough to be like, oh well, she was born without hands, so it makes sense that you would have to mention it though. Like we can't even just if you guess. mention it. Even if you mention it, like I don't feel like her being born without hands is is enough of an explanation for why hands There's, would be attacking people that yeah, stay in the house. It does. Like it if does. you don't have if you don't the way horror goes, you don't have hands. If you don't have hands and you're watching people with hands and you're like getting pissed off and jealous, and that's when you start making deals with things in order to get hands. Well, but you understand while, you're gonna have a, a collection of hands that will come out and take the hands of anyone that stays in the house. Well, but, but you so understand I, how that's like an additional portion of the story that needs to be expressed. Yeah. Like that's all. Well, like no. See, you've you've added yeah. like a whole thing right. of a thing that is yeah, like right with that origin, I can infer. With without, oh. I can't do anything. Like without that, I can't do anything. I can't do shit. No, but and I, and origin, I hear where you're coming I from. Can infer. Like, from your perspective, you're like, if you give me the detail that she was born without hands, you can infer that she made some type of deal with a demon or a or devil or something to because she's angry at people that have hands. And and I hear you say that, and I get what you're saying. However, I don't feel like that's like a natural inference. So that means when I die, I can probably me. Like for like a horror. demon. No, 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 and I get that. I get that it is for you, but I think for your average person, that's not the the like. Oh, she was like, well, I, she was born with no on. hands, so obviously she yeah. made a deal with a demon. <laughs> I feel like you said that maybe wrong. Like I feel like you're talking about your average person that doesn't read horror or watch horror. Well, but, like I feel like you. But, could think, I, I feel like you can speak for them. I feel like people that do or that are into horror can infer once you give us something. Now, I might be wrong, but I feel like there's a higher chance of me being right about this than you. I mean, because you definitely you, have more experience in really horror. Know. Right. But, I mean, even if this wasn't written for kids, like, you like shouldn't it be like a little bit more inclusive? A horror book should include people that don't like horror. Well, not that don't you like know, horror, but but include of McGee if that deals with in, that. But I'm saying not 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 for people that don't like horror, but include people that like the idea that somebody that could just be getting into horror that doesn't have as, as much experience as somebody that reads and watches horror all the time, like someone that's in the inter, in the intermediate. Look, if you're intermediate horror, this isn't your starting point. 
Or it should not it, be. This joint is for kids. It literally is the starting point. It's for children. They have they don't have enough experience to be deep in the like horror. They can even I'll call you what. Go watch uh if you're a kid, you can watch Housing Complex C. I I would say that, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh dude. It's but you can watch Goosebumps. You can watch a but, scary tale to tell in the dark. You can watch But a Goosebumps I'm afraid of the dark. You can watch Eerie uh, uh, Indiana. You can look, watch all these are, these are all things that I've seen, and I wouldn't make the inference that you're talking about. Yes, that's because you don't like horror. <laughs> but I've watched it yeah. all. Yeah, you've distant your you go out of your way to distance yourself. You not you don't yeah. try to get involved in the horror. Like you're not throwing yourself into it. You're reluctantly watching it. So all the nuance and everything that someone that wants to be in horror is getting, you're repelling it. I do agree with Jay in that sentiment, but I think this book should treat you like us too, Larry. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, especially... I don't know why all these hands are here. <laughs> and and it's just... Me it's neither, because like... they don't say why. And that's the... the they don't a lot say of... she lost her hands. Or was born yeah. without hands. That's why a you don't these, know why all the hands are there. A lot of these horror stories, I feel like, are rushed. Like I think they crammed a bunch and cut out. Yeah. You know, like if it was a, yeah. a five-story book, and then even when you get it to the end, it's like, "Oh, you want want more?" And I'm like, "No, I want like <laughs> I want you to do half the size of book with a better story." You know, um, as far as well, the, some of the stories are good, just most of them they are. Yeah. Um, there's one story that's uh, pretty good, but the art is just so good. And it's done by Abigail Larson. And she was doing... I know her from uh, Sandman Universe. Uh, the Dreaming. And that... that like, man, I, like, seeing her... Like, I... Seeing her story, I felt like, man, I, I'm discovering her art all over again. You know? Which story? It was the one with the cemetery and the brother... Mm. Oh yeah. man, that one was almost perfect. Yeah, it's definitely one of the better stories, I think. Yeah. Um, real quick, Oz, did you get a chance to check this out at all? I didn't think uh, I was reading it. The, the when the, when we got the messages about it, it seemed like Mo uh, did a review already that we're gotcha. going to discuss. Yeah. I've been I've been watching the art you guys are are posting, and it looks good. Yeah. Especially for something that's for kids. Yeah. No, I, and, and that's the thing that I can definitely say was I felt like the Sandman, I mean, sorry, Sandman, the Dead Man art was like definitely the strongest part of the whole thing to me. And Most like, you know, I really, you don't like the Dead Man art? Most of it is not good. Like, really? Oh, wow. With the exception I felt of this one pick. <laughs> This this one pick is the only good pick of the dead oh. man stuff. Hold on, put it up. Oh, oh. oh not even the one we were showing. You okay? Okay, the one where you can't tell it's dead man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's a great pick too. But I don't know. I I personally like I liked oh, the, the, no, the interstitial stuff. 
Look, there's one more. Uh, I'll look for it. You discuss among yourselves. And, and I, especially, like, you know, starting off, I was like, the interstitial stuff was more entertaining than the stories that I was actually reading. Which and part I was like, the man. Part, Larry? Like, hmm? Interstitial, what's that? That's like the... the oh, in the in-betweens the, the with Dead Man. Like, you know, like Dead Man, for all intents and purposes, acts almost like like in that Crypt Keeper kind of role in between the different stories. All the stuff that had Dead Man... Huh? You can't use uh, interstitial to, like, finish night school. <laughs> but, but the Dead Man parts were, were, I felt, especially in the beginning, were more entertaining than like the actual stories that I was reading at, at, at first, you know, just because I, I felt like the art was better. I felt like I, in, I enjoyed Dead Man's like little characterizations where he's kind of, he's, he's kind of doing like the whole Crypt Keeper kind of thing where he has like the little puns and like play on words for like coming out of one story and going into the next one. And I'm just like, oh, like these are cool to me. Like I like this part, but this part doesn't make a, the comic. Like, the comic, the, the meat of the comic is the stories. And so the, the the potatoes, the side dishes are these little dead man parts. Yeah. And so it's like, like, you know, if you mess around and you have, like, your sides are good, but your main course isn't great, then you're the, your meal, you know, you're, you kind of have to feel a way about your whole meal. Like, even this, I was like, this whole thing with the eyes, I was like, uh, I like, I, I like, I feel like people aren't giving children enough credit here. Yeah. Even how this story kids want good stories. What age group would you consider kids or children? The way this book describes itself. The well, the quality of the book would say something like about ten or eleven. Uh, just in terms of quality, yeah, but. It, the the type of story or the way the stories are structured is like something you tell a kid in while he's going to bed and he's not even going to wet his bed like they're not that scared <laughs> or they're like yeah, it's story. weird like if you tell that that kid like that little story you just saw with the guy with his hands like he turns off the lights and he's like fiddling with this guy's eyes because he says my eyes are sensitive and then he's got a bunch of and then it turns out oh he was just joking with him because he's a hypochondriac and then which then doesn't even make out, sense yeah and then it turns out he's a demon it's like well what type of demon is he like why what's he doing there like like why what does none of that even matters it's like it's just a bad but, story the thing is when it if it if all those questions are kind of answered like it adds to the tension and the scariness to it, and well, it, it's you know, like that, it, you know, and that's the thing. Like people, I feel a lot like with horror, they they try to make things that are horror and not make them good stories, and you still need that right. to be good stories, you know. Right. The first Halloween is like that. You get to later ones, and it's like, why? Like you know, it, it's mm -hmm. you know, Jason too, you know, like shit like right. that. They focus on the slashing and the killing, right. but they don't focus on the story, which is like, right. you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, that works for a lot of horror fans, though. Yeah. Like, no, it's not no, like, no. like Friday, Friday the 13th is a, is a huge franchise for yeah. a reason, and it's yeah. not because of its amazing storytelling. 
But when you do a one-off good movie, you don't know that you didn't watch them. <laughs> but wait, no, but listen, Jay, listen, but I one hundred percent know that. <laughs> well, you can attest to this. Like when you watch a good movie that's just a good movie first, and it happens to be horror, like you have a satisfying experience watching that movie. You know, uh, like I, I know I've I've been hearing a lot about Black Phone. I still haven't watched it, but I'm oh, actually so good. I, I'm writing a, a, a horror movie myself. Might be a concept album. I'm not sure, but I'm thinking about it. But and it's literally it. just it's literally just about a weird thing that's growing out of my wall. <laughs> it's very it. uh, very uh, Edgar Allan Poe inspired. <laughs> but yeah, it, and, then, it. and that's the thing. I feel like these they they kind of wanted to set them up with the the setup the setup the scare as the punchline, and then kind of like tongue-in-cheek it after and it, it for story-wise it didn't work for a lot of these stories you know even the the cemetery one that we talked about um mm-hmm. like i felt that one still felt like okay why this why that you know like mm-hmm. you know like even like they were tricked into getting that paper to get sucked mm-hmm. into the cemetery but why that guy is signature like mm-hmm. why not the bad signature you know like and, and and i will say that you know you're right like that the cemetery story leaves some questions unanswered but i do feel at the very least it's like a complete narrative uh-huh. where like it tells you like a section of the story and you, we all know like there's more to it but at the end of the day i'm like okay like at it feels like there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it resolves itself, and then it leaves you like the little tease at the end again, and it's like okay, like you know, like like that, like I feel like that's like, and I think that's what it boils down to is like, it's almost like can this story be like expanded to to more, you know, like honestly, I will tell you like another story that I actually did like that I was like. I, I like that story, even though it was, um, was it the really one with short. The cats? Well, there there's two with the cats, but it's the one with the not this one that we're showing with this cat because that that story was terrible. <laughs> but it's the other story with the cats with the package, right? And yeah, yeah, and that. that, yeah, and that and that story, I was like, okay, like you know, and don't get me wrong. It's not a masterpiece. Like, it's not by any means something where I'm going to be like, oh, you got to read this. But I was like, and especially by the time I got, because I feel like this was the first story, I think, in the anthology that I was like, okay, at least this is like a story. (laughs) You know, everything else up until this point, I was like, this is just stuff happening. (laughs) You know? And I'm like, that's that kind of sucks because I'm like, you know, I, like I didn't know it was for kids either going in, and but even as like you know, talking about it as like oh well it's for kids, it's like well kids aren't dumb. Yeah. Like I, I feel like if I was a kid, if I was eight or nine reading this, I'd be like, what the hell? Because you know, like, you know, like it's not because I don't like horror. But not it's not because I don't like horror. It's because the stories no. don't go anywhere. When you're eight or nine, you don't like horror. This this wouldn't yeah, even count as horror to me at eight or nine. 
I would like the, read this and be what? like, this is silly. That particular cat one was like, what's scary about this? Like, I feed a stray and I get a bunch of cats. Like, that's actually my childhood. Like, I had like 50 cats at one point. The scary part is, why was it in the box? Oh, what, cats what love that? boxes. Cats love boxes. Like, cats do love boxes. They literally, yeah, but the box was sealed. No, that that is that does make it wild. Yeah, but it's not. Look, if somebody sent me a mysterious and, stranger decided to send me a kitten in a box, I wouldn't be mad. Well, but it's not the, the the kitten in the box isn't the scary part to begin with. It's the fact that there's just random cats showing. Like if you look out the window and you see a cat, cool, no problem. Then you look out the window again, and then you see three cats. You're like, huh, that's different. Then you look out the window again, and then there are five cats. You're like, this is some bullshit. No, man. <laughs> right. I'm no, man. No. Like, look, I, I let me tell you what happened. And then when your cat, when the cats open your front door, and they're all like, "I'm like, oh, this is like, how, like look, cats don't even have thumbs." Cats <laughs> like, go who gave this cat a key? Go to my fridge and take out food. Well, yeah, but that's because the seal on the fridge isn't good. No, I, look, it was good. They would. They took out my little Ninja Turtle briefcase thing with the toys. They took that out to have like give birth in that box. And then when I go to play and I open it up, there's a bunch of little tiny ass kittens. That's why. Yeah, where, I love where, it. Where were your where Ninja were Turtle you? toys? They were just thrown across the closet. Like, did the cats do that or did you do that? No, the cats did that. The cat came oh. that gave birth in my closet. That's why I don't look out the window. I loved it. Like right. Like, I would, I mean, right. I would feed these cats. I would that mom cat. I rescued her runt. We almost ran over it, and then my brother took it in, and it was Joey, mm -hmm. and we had him for a while. And then his once he's like, "Hey, son, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Let me come to your house too." And then so we kind of fed her too because we could tell it was her mom. It was his mom. Hey, son, you're doing well for yourself. Yeah, and then he fucked her, and then we had Josie. Oh, jeez. So we kept Josie. Yeah, and then so Joey and Josie. Some Rick and Morty shit right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking took you needed. <laughs> um, oh my but, god. <laughs> yeah, so we, then, then we kept that, and then that, and then that cat kept having kittens, and they all kept coming to the house. And fifty cats, man. I couldn't eat seafood for a year. Oh Jesus! I loved it. Okay. <laughs> So is there anything more about this book or uh the man bat story I kind of like that's kind of Edgar Allan Poe-ish and the art I wasn't a huge fan of um but I will like to share my favorite dead man picture if you will Yeah uh, sure I was going to say the art for the man bat story was a little reminiscent of that the Batman the animated series like yeah. it, I feel like that's what they're trying to capture I don't think they. I don't know that I would say they did it successfully, but I feel like that was the what they were might have been going for. And I don't know if that's like their their natural me. art style. Say again. It's a little too DC to me. Which one's a little too DC? That story. Yeah. I mean, I, I one of my criticisms was that it wasn't as DC because of. It's a DC book. Like I wanted more DC tied in horror, you know. But again, it's for kids, so they probably hired a bunch of you know people that do uh, kid art. Right. Yeah, but, but you, 
for me, when you throw it in, in front, in the middle of a bunch of not DC, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And it's like, you actually can do scary kid stuff with the, uh, you know, DC characters and comics. And mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely. Like, you can. But and and I feel like kids would know the characters. And then going into that story, it's like, eh, it's really DC. Yeah. I mean, it is Dead Man presenting spooky tales, too. Like, yeah. That's kind of um, but <laughs> it, it is barely because it's barely dead man. Like his humor is yeah, the, the I agree. Talk, but it's not like a dead man. Like you know, there's a um, there's a series called Dead Man Dead Again that's fucking amazing, and he goes through like dealing with shit with people that died. Like he helps Jason Todd cross over <laughs> when he gets killed by uh-huh. the Joker. You know, shit like that. And mm-hmm. so it's adventures. That are are like the first crisis, so he he, mm-hmm. he goes into that like the people that die there, he go, he deals with them, you know, and there's so there's a villain like picking people off from these parts in comics history, and he's kind of making it so they can be okay and maybe come back someday. But yeah, this, this is the picture. This is this is one leading up to that man bat story. And, yeah, that is a cool picture, and I I loved it like. It's, I, I love, I wanted, you know, I've always wanted like a dead man tattoo, but what? And this is like as surrealistic as dead man gets a lot. Um, yeah. With with this anthology, I'm like, man, I could just do like this. There's whole pages where it's just like dead man faces like in a wall <laughs> together of torment. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just do that on my arm. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, and this is one of those where it's like, I, I really love this one. Um, but the the story of the dad the dead the Batman Bat one is a good one, even though you know, like you said, it's a little too DC. But it's really just madness and a man coming to the crypts that he's the monster, <laughs> and it it mm-hmm. it's done fast and efficient, and it's what a lot of these other stories were lacking in the terms of a, of a short form horror story. Little setup and scare and punchline. That's it. Yeah. Well, listen. Let's uh let's go ahead and rate it and see how we feel. Jay, what would you rate? Uh, Dead man tells a spooky tale. Or I'm sorry, Dead man tells spooky tales. A spooky tales. It's in the Chiron. Damn it. Dead man tells the spooky tales. <laughs> what would you um, rate that, Jay? I like some of the art and the art styles, uh, but the stories were not scary. Um, yeah, like this didn't scare me at all. But um, would you let your kid read it? Dude, I feel like I would let my kid do pretty much whatever he wanted. Like, <laughs> got it. The, got the it. important so, thing, the important thing with kids, from what I understand, is that you're there with them to like explain right from wrong, to discuss things. Like, um, I know commonsense.org gives you uh, questions you could discuss with your kids uh, following uh 
consuming certain media. So like, I don't know if they reviewed this book, but I would ask them what to talk about my kids with after. That's the important thing to be with, like to be with your kids. So they're not handling it all on their own. So what would you rate dead man tells us, uh, Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales. Um, can I deduct extra points? Because Mo mentioned something much better in the same show. I mean, I, I can't tell you what to or what not to do, Jay. I'm, I'm asking you what we, you want to rate it. We just need to know how many goats to keep uh, in the <laughs> no, no like it. it gets no goats. <laughs> No, I, I would give it a one. Okay. Um, All right. What, did, what, two. what? What? Why would you deduct? So you would deduct it to met negative to like zero, based on something I said? Like, no, it was it's like a two. Uh huh. But I, I, it's like, yeah, I might have to give it a zero based on like the other <laughs> thing you said. What was the other thing I said? Uh, you said to read uh, Creep Show. Oh, yeah, but that's not out yet. We don't know how that is. Yeah, we, yeah, it is. I oh, you're oh, you right. Okay. Like, once you said it, I went and bought it. Okay. And then I, I read it, and I was like, oh, this is actually scary. <laughs> and that's what the fuck you get for stealing. Yeah. All right. Let's but, yeah. Okay. Number two isn't out yet. That comes out later this month. Okay. But number one is out. Did you get it digital or physical? Digital. Okay. I'm waiting on my physical copy in the mail. But... Oh. See, that's the glory of digital. Like, you just said something and I bought it. <laughs> the like, glory of digital. Home. Our savior and lord, digital. <laughs> Where am I no, going? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> But the point is, you said Creep Show, and I got on my tablet and I bought Creep Show, and it was so much better than this Dead Man book. <laughs> yeah, you know, this Dead Man book's a piece of shit compared to Creep Show. Damn. But without okay. it, it's like a one or two. I don't know. Some of the art was good when they weren't ruining it. So, Moses, what would you rate? Dead man tells the spooky tales. Uh, I would, you know, if you got kids, I would say, you know, I would get this as a gift. Like, little dude's got a birthday party or whatever and likes horror stuff. I would get it to him, get him used to, you know, dead man a little bit. And for mm -hmm. that, and the art in it is good. And it's like, I don't feel like they were caught like coddling kids with the art with dead man, like, because that shit was kind of spooky and, and weird looking. So, yeah. They weren't pulling punches in that, so in that case, mm -hmm. for that, I, I was, I'm, I'm in. So it's a three for me. Gotcha, gotcha. I think, you know, I'd probably give it like a two and a half. Like, there's some stories that are worthwhile in it, and again, I didn't know when reading it that it was uh, for kids. So, you know, I but I feel like. Knowing that it's for kids is what gets it to two and a half. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'd just be like, ah, I don't know about this joint. But there's some interesting art, and there's a few stories in there that are worthwhile. So I'd give it a two and a half. 
And uh, you know, like yeah, if it's for your kids, I don't know. Like maybe it might work. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't have any kids. I remember when I was a kid, but I feel like my experience as a child is a bit atypical. So I don't know. But yeah, two and a half is what I'm gonna say. And Oz, what would you rate our review of Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales, Oz? Sorry. Uh, your review made me think that if I had kids, that it'd be a good introduction to the comics in general and kind of a, a spooky thing. Look, it's no Goosebumps. It's no right. R.L. Stein or whatever, but right. it it's still not a bad story for kids, depending on how young we're talking about. So I give your guys a review uh, a four. You know, definitely worth checking out, worth checking out. If you have kids for for the kids, not it's not for yeah. you, the adult, right? Right? Yeah. Like if you're a Dead Man fan, don't come looking for this. <laughs> and, and you know that's that's part of what I went to, and I didn't. You know, yeah. I yeah. All right. It's time for us to get out of here. Look, Jay, Jay didn't even say goodbye, but Jay's out. <laughs> so. Moses Magnum. One, uh, no, no. Actually, let me go with you, Oz. Why don't you give us some final thoughts, buddy? Well, if, we, if Jay's gone, then we could just do another half hour, right? <laughs> Oz, well, final thoughts, buddy. I'm upset that not only did you guys not tell me that Stargirl was back, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys didn't tell me that Resident Alien was back. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, no. Uh, the second half of whatever the current season was. The, the last episode that I had seen was where the, the avian hatched. And there's like five or six episodes. Like, I, I watched the, the last five or six episodes today. Oh, jeez. Like, like, you might be telling me news, too. I don't, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you just go to sci-fi.com if you don't, you know, whatever. whatever. Okay. Most most magnum. Final thoughts. Uh, you know, we, we make content here. Subscribe, like, hit the bell. We got merch. You can buy that. That little F you see right uh, right here. That little F. Uh. You can get that on the shirt, a mug, whatever. It'll make it easier so Larry doesn't have to keep looking for work. And, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and then comics uh, tax deductible, you know? All the, me yeah. Saying, me saying fuck would be tax deductible. So you'd be helping. Even if I make one penny in the year, like, just buy one sticker. Yeah, buy your friend a there sticker. It is. What the fuck? And, uh, yeah, where's that? Uh, Chucky, I'm going to do Jay's final statement. Chucky premiere tonight, season two, and uh, it's gonna be a, a good time. And I'm still trying to track down that Elysian, uh, Elysian Brewery. Uh, uh oh, Chucky. there it is. Yeah, Chucky. I'm they're, they're Chucky beer. Uh, the closest place that has it for me is Universal Studios and West Covina. So I might get that, like, I don't know, this weekend. I got a trip that I'll, maybe I'll pass through there. So Woo, uh, let's do it. Uh, yeah, I might check that out. Maybe do a little review of it or whatever. And uh, but yeah, 
aside from that, uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell, and uh, yeah, Oz Jaguar uh, versus the Dragon coming soon to Instagram. Here you. There it is. Uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We will be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Nintendo Direct for the Super Mario Brothers movie tomorrow afternoon. I think it's 1 or 105 Pacific. Also, if I'm not mistaken, I think this weekend is New York Comic Con. So, you know, keep your eyes and ears open for news at a New York Comic Con coming soon. Uh, so, yeah. Until next week, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night.